I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married, and we think we might even love each other. So now, we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. We are answering all the questions that lead to love. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. All right. Hello, Grace. Hello, Ryan. <laughs> oh, I, no. I have a cough drop. I'm sorry. I didn't Why do you have a cough drop? We just started recording. <laughs> You said, are you ready to do this? And then you put a cough right in your mouth. No, I already had it in my mouth. I was hiding it. <laughs> Why didn't you just say you weren't ready? Because it's gonna. I don't want to bite it and it's going to take a while. I'm ready. You're not ready. You still have a cough drop in your mouth. <laughs> no, I don't. You can't see it. It doesn't matter if I can. Okay. Well, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So this is episode 10. Welcome to uh, <laughs> Falling in Love with My Wife. And uh, today, pretty difficult task, if we're honest. All right. You're being a real stink bug. I am? Yeah. You got a cough drop in your mouth. You, I didn't get any sleep. You criticized the way that I ate cherries. Um, <laughs> well. Well, what? Y- yeah, I rightfully criticized the way you ate cherries. <laughs> can you hear the dog in the back? Of course you can hear the dog in the back. Okay. Um, <laughs> she's squeaking her toy in the background um I, I was correct in criticizing you but also i asked you very nicely what you were doing is you were taking the cherry eating it and then spitting the, the pit onto your plate and it was just like so loud and annoying and i said can you please not do that <laughs> listen okay i get cherries seasonally <laughs> i spent 13 dollars on rainier cherries yesterday she's going to town on that latte toy our dog has a latte toy and she no, loves she it it's her favorite thing and she's just staring at us okay i spent 13 dollars on them i should get to eat them however i want no you shouldn't because i have in the past spent like 20s of dollars on cherries that cough drop for you. is gonna drive me crazy <laughs> i spent twenties of dollars on cherries for you well and well, thank you because i like them you're welcome but also i asked you very nicely i was like can you like maybe not like forcefully spit out the pits from like a foot it away a pl- onto a plate it was so it's like plate. if it was forceful they would have flown out of the plate okay that's what would have happened gravity was forceful all right all right well i guess the grievances. The grievance have been has aired. been aired. Okay, um, we have to start today's episode, Grace. Um, oh, this is a good news. Okay. This is a good news one. I'm not going to get to the question just yet. I want to remind us that we said for on episode nine, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I said myself, and <laughs> you said uh, Lily. Lily, who's interrupting our podcast right now. But uh, we have a car. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, we got. I a wanted car. to say announce the new the new news. Yeah. We got a 2008 luxury edition Honda Pilot. Ooh, baby. It's got a sunroof, a moonroof. It's got all of the luxuries that you could think in 2008. Heated heated seats. seats, A GPS. A GPS. The thing that's really fun about having a luxury car from 2008 is that the GPS has like some sort of deal with, I guess, businesses at -hmm. the time. But all those businesses, for the most part, have gone under. So it's like when you go drive through the GPS, it'll show you like, oh, there's a Friendly's coming up on the left. And it's like that is a abandoned building. Yeah, that Friendly's closed. That Friendly's uh, is long gone. Six years ago. From 2008. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got this big SUV. It's freaking awesome. Um, it is just like incredible. Your mic's on. I turned it on for you. I know. Yeah, everyone can hear the cough drop. Don't worry. Ugh, whatever. So it's a Hall's Breezer and I love it. They are good. Mm-hmm. Those are good. They're not. Re- that's like candy. Yeah, but I had a little tickle from my allergies. 
And so I just needed to like freshen it up. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this past weekend when I told your dad that I thought I had coronavirus <laughs> because I had a little tick? I just hadn't had any water that day. You didn't drink like, any water dry. and then you were convinced you had coronavirus yeah. and then proceeded to tell everyone in my family that they needed to get yeah, I tested immediately. I scared your and you were walking around the house with a mask on. Well, my throat was sore because I got up at 630 in the morning and didn't drink water all day. So, <laughs> I mean, if that's not a sign of coronavirus, I don't know what is. Oh, my God. Anyway, I don't have it. I'm fine. But yeah, we have a car. That's the big news. Mm-hmm. We're mobile. We're going to go to a drive-in movie. And we have a six-CD changer. That's Oh, that's very nice. A big yeah. one. And the heated seats, of course. And the heated seats, of course. And uh, all the other luxuries. Cruise mm-hmm. control, four-wheel drive. Are Love you kidding it. me? Gas tank. Gas tank. Four wheels. Mm-hmm. Actually, we have five wheels if you count the spare. Wow. Anyway, enough about the car. It's Head wonderful. Rests. Um, ha- we'll go places and stand. Si- we'll do the podcast live uh, six feet away from you if you just invite us to. So question 10, Grace, is okay. a big deal because this is going to hurt two of our listeners' feelings, e- probably. <laughs> if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Our devoted listeners are both of our moms. Mm-hmm. This, so what would you change if you could change anything about what you were raised? This is a tough one because Ugh. we both have agreed... On and off camera. I mean, we've had this discussion before that we mm-hmm. had pretty idyllic childhood. We both had great childhoods. Yeah. Yes. I played baseball. I ran around. I, I ate also ice played cream. I, I, I know. I saw the pictures, which we should put on the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I rode bikes. I skateboarded. I did all, uh, you know, I just like messed around. Then I came inside. I ate whatever. There was always food. Yeah, um, we had. We were dad, very lucky. Yeah. My dad coached every sport that we played. He was really involved in all of our sports. My mom was like always there to take us wherever we needed to go and feed us and give us clothes. I used to hate getting clothes for Christmas. That's one thing I'll change mm. right off the bat. However, now love getting clothes <laughs> yeah. for Christmas. I don't know what happened. I think that like adult, like you need clothes as a kid, but you're like Christmas is for toys. Yeah. Okay. But now you would have to pay, use your money that you have worked for mm-hmm. to pay for clothes. And yeah. like you still don't really want to do that. Clothes is a great gift as an adult. Mm-hmm. But now that you have money, you're like, oh, I want to spend this money on fun stuff. I don't want to spend it on clothes and like True. And bills. Right. right. So like. I'm going to spend it on toys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what would I change? What would I change from my... Do you want to go first? What would you change from your childhood? I'm not really sure. I don't think I would change that much. So it's going to be stupid stuff. I wish that we had made more cookies. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't believe that that's a statement. Your mom's always baking and cooking. Um, I wish that I just... I don't know. I wish there was just always... I was baking cookies every day and it was probably every week. I like that you've stopped getting the tube cookies and you've started to get the kind that you have to mix with like actual ingredients. Well, yeah. The I tubes making- I don't like. Well, the tubes are for a single woman who loves cookies because a tube. (laughs) This is sad. (laughs) I used to buy the tube and I love warm, fresh baked cookies so much that I would (laughs) slice off (laughs) like two cookies worth and bake them Uh in a night. And for like yourself? For myself and just have two cookies. Just two at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cookies for one. Yeah. That's, yeah. Do you remember the Betty Crocker? Um, oh, they were called like warm delights. And there was just like a plastic tray and you like mixed together the powder with water. And it was like all of a sudden like a, a chocolate cake for uh, one. I don't think so. Oh. 
No. Well, loved those. I can tell. So yeah. what you would change about your childhood is that you want more cookies. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> that comes from a very. Um, I think I, uh, we did not live in like a, uh, like a neighborhood where there was like many houses around. So we did not get an ice cream truck. And so that was something that I felt a little These complaints hurt are by. so silly. But I was like too thrilled when the ice cream truck came to my friend's houses. I was like, we gotta go. Yeah. I, gosh, I don't know. What would you change about the way you were raised? This is a real thing. I don't, obviously, I never want to say that I don't appreciate my parents. I mm-hmm. am very grateful and I love them. One thing, this might hurt my mom's feelings, but I don't want, I don't mean it to. It's because I want to feel even more connected to her. Um, you know that I'm Lebanese. Yes. And we grew up and we started going to the Lebanese church and we always did up until about like 11. And then we just got so busy and it was all the way in downtown St. Louis that we stopped going to the church like all the time. And then we would just only go to like the bigger functions or whatever. But we were a little distant from that side of the family like as we got older. And that has always bummed me out because I want to feel more connected to I feel very connected to my like, you know, very uh, Anglo side of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, culturally, especially, but it's like, I would have liked more Lebanese food like my cousins had growing up. I would have yeah. liked more, you know, I, when I learned Arabic, I felt really great. Uh, now I forgotten most of it, but when I was learning, I was like, oh, I feel really great. And I was like learning things. So it was like, that would be very cool. I think. Yeah. That makes sense. And so I think, that, yeah, I think you've been really good about like actively trying to connect with that more recently and with, you know, you have like plans to do a lot of cooking and you took yeah. Arabic and are learning a lot more about that. And one of my best friends is, is also Lebanese. Yeah. So it's like we can get together and cook and stuff. My mom recently sent me a bunch of recipes, which I'm very excited to go through. Oh, and they are so cool because they're from like the church cookbook, I think. Yeah. They all have like stains from different cooking. Uh-huh. People actually like using them it's in the really kitchen, cool. which is great. So yeah, that's like one thing that I think w- it sounds like a bummer, but it's also like I still have all these people around. Of course, like the some of the older people are dead now, but that's just how it goes. But it's like... I still have my mom. I still have the church. I still have my cousins and I can like go uh, and cook and get recipes and call people on the phone and do whatever yeah. else, which I think I do a fairly good job of. But that's something that I think I would have liked more of as a kid. Yeah, that's a really great answer. You don't hear too many kids going, I wish I went to church more. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I like being a Catholic. Yeah. I like being Lebanese. Well, now my answer about cookies, cookies is really lame. It yeah, was well, always sorry. Lame. It was always lame. But I got one for you. I know you would what? like more spicy food. Oh yeah. Well, I'm like making up for it now. Yeah. It's like to the point where I li- I love spicy food and I can barely handle some things that you cook. Yeah. I we didn't grow up with like any spices in our food. It was like salt and pepper mm-hmm. and some herbs maybe. Well, your dad's but, got acid reflux. Yeah. And now I'm developing that. So from me. Like <laughs> yeah. I had I think it's because I ate a whole pizza. I don't think it was because I ate pizza. I think it was because <laughs> I ate a whole pizza at once is why I started to, you know, when I felt bad recently. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, why could I possibly be feeling bad? Do I have coronavirus? No. You ate I a ate whole- a whole pizza and <laughs> haven't drank water in 48 hours. Yeah, that's about right. I, um, <laughs> we were apart for a week or for five yes, days Yes, we were we i bought the car suv and left you at your parents house and drove it back here to mess around with it yeah yeah well you had things to do but i had things to do 
I had work to do, but I also took it to the mechanic twice and he told me that I didn't need to either time because <laughs> I can't get an uh, inspection until I get license plates and you can't get license plates until you fill out paperwork and then you have to drop it off the DMV because everybody has coronavirus. Right. So do I have coronavirus or did I just buy an SUV? You probably just bought an SUV. So you were saying we were apart for a week. We were apart for a week and you said that you were just kind of beside yourself because you didn't know what you were doing. Oh, it was bad i didn't eat anything i was eating at weird times i like you did eat though right were you eating yeah i ate but you ate the leftovers that my mom packed for you i ate yeah i ate all the meatballs (laughs) um i ordered indian food which i can't do when you're in the house because you're allergic to ginger and whatever you don't eat it for you loving spices so much you don't get it well i can't because my throat just i think you should try it i don't think it's that much you don't taste it. Well, it doesn't matter if you taste it. I'm going to get it someday and you're going to try it and we'll do a live on the podcast. So if you do die, everyone can, for the authorities, they can decide if I, okay. if there is foul play. Great idea. Yeah. Basically, I just ate what your mom packed for me. And then I kind of like just, I had Chinese food, I had Indian food, I ate meatballs. And then by the end of the week, I was just like, I need Grace to come home. I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to guess you didn't eat breakfast for any of those days. What constitutes eating breakfast? Do two eggs and a bunch of potatoes at noon count? I would say it would have to be before noon. That's probably not. Um, yeah, I didn't eat breakfast. Yeah, you didn't. No, I didn't have any cereal or nothing. I just drink coffee and do my crossword, and then uh, I try to <laughs> meditate nowadays. Yeah. I didn't do it today, though. Can you tell? No. That's good. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that's it. That's what I, I know. Yeah, we're like well, a okay, so the, wait, 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 the spicy food. Yeah, so I... We never had spicy food growing up. And so because of the my dad had acid reflux and um, I don't know why else. We didn't have that much. And now I am just like going to town. And I go through one of those giant red pepper flake like canisters. You go, it's like, like two or three a year. Yeah, at, at least. It's got to be. Yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. got two or three of the giant canisters a year because I put on everything. Mm-hmm. And I have gotten in trouble with you because I bought so much hot sauce. So we had just like boxes of hot sauce. We currently have hot sauce on the floor next to our pantry. Yeah, because I bought so much. But it was on sale. Well, it's a pandemic. You got to have nine bottles of hot sauce on the floor. Well, here's the thing. It was on sale and you know I love my deals. And also I love hot sauce and we go through it a lot, especially like like Texas Pete. Yeah. We go, put that on What's everything. What's your favorite? Well, it depends for what. Like Uh-oh. Frank's is obviously for like buffalo chicken dip or anything like buffalo related. Yeah. Texas Pete is for anything like, um, anything, anything. Yeah. But like, that's what we'd use for like eggs or like any like Mexican food we make. Um, there's also the green Tabasco and the Chipotle Tabasco, which is really good. Yeah. And also regular. We don't have those right now. No, we don't have those. Those are in rotation. So, I mean, do you have any like real kind of, I know foods like a thing, but is there like you, your background, you're, very close with all your moms, brothers and sisters, your aunts and stuff. You have like a very powerful presence of family mm-hmm. in your childhood growing up. Yes. And you also did like regular trips to the South to see your dad's family. Yeah. So I feel like that's, you. they did a great job. Yeah, they were, yeah, I you, felt very connected to my family. Do you think that like, well, I had a very idyllic childhood again with the sports and running mm-hmm. around and we just had like, there was no fear. I didn't grow up with any fear. I didn't grow up with fear of not eating or like fear of uh, not having somewhere to go or whatever, not feeling safe, anything like that. But your parents were like older when they had kids. And I feel like 
they were like a little loose with you guys as far as like they didn't discipline <laughs> you guys. I know you said you rollerblade around the house, yeah. like inside the house and like different stuff like that. Do you think them having uh, being a little older was like a benefit or was it just it just how I you think grew up? It was definitely a benefit. I think it was also just like how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we weren't like ever really reprimanded or anything and we never really got in trouble because like we were close with them and like we I don't know how exactly they did it but we Mm -hmm. I mean we are both good kids and we weren't like living in fear like oh no we're gonna get in trouble if we do this it was like oh that's the wrong thing to do yeah rather than like "Uh uh-oh if we do this then we'll get in trouble it was like oh we need to you know like if we act up right now like that's wrong so that's interesting. I grew up in a house where wait till your father comes home was the <laughs> scare, right? Because mm-hmm. dad was seen as the disciplinarian. And obviously I know now that I, we both of us have done a good job of transitioning from like, we're still sons and daughters, but also we've transitioned into like a kind of friendship with our parents too, as you do mm-hmm. when you get older. Um, we're not that old yet, but there is like, it's shifted a little bit. Not you though. You're still very much a baby when you go home. <laughs> um but like, I don't, I know my dad didn't like being a disciplinarian or even seen that way, you know, mm-hmm. but like, that was like the balance that was struck. Yeah. So I used to do this. This was very funny. Uh, my dad would get home at like four, four thirty or whatever. So I usually would just like really rile up my brother or my sister right before he got home. So they were just getting all mad. And then as I would hear like my dad, the car getting close or like the garage door getting up, I would just like pick up a rag and like start wiping down the sink. So he'd come home and I'm like cleaning. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. And like my brother's like playing video games and he's all pissed off because I just did whatever I did to him. Yeah. Yeah. It was just really, really. Wow, that's really smart. Really little brother stuff right there. That's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever do anything to get Meg in trouble? I know that you're like the perfect angel. Everyone adores Grace and whatever else. And you're just like really cute and you're a little baby. Were you ever like a little mad, mischievous, something like that? I don't know if I ever tried to get her in trouble. When she was at school, I missed her so much because we were five years apart. So she'd be at school and I would miss her a lot. And then I would like play with her stuff and... I would come running up to my mom and I like popped her the head off of Barbie by accident oh and I'd be like mom please help and I remember I, I like listening to her tapes her cassette tapes and then one time it like ate it a little bit and I ran up to my mom like help like spool it back together because <laughs> so, you didn't want to lose the approval of your sister yeah, yeah I think we were far enough in age that like I didn't screw with her in that way but yeah. I was, you know, like if there was like any rough housing, it was like funny because like I was like a baby and she was a kid. Right. And then. See, that's not the experience that I had. Because yeah, because you I, guys are so close in age. We're so close in age. My sister is what, like a little over a year older than me. And then Josh is like one year older than her. Mm-hmm. And my mom and dad weren't that busy. My sister was joined the family later. She was adopted. But we're all the same in age and we all like went through, you know, the tail end of elementary school, middle school and then high school all within a year apart. So it's like there's a lot of dynamics, a lot of head spinning, (laughs) a lot of soccer practice, baseball practice, softball, volleyball, you know. There's a th- bunch of bicycles at Christmas time. There's mm-hmm. like all kind. Ki- it was chaos. We all got cars basically at the same time. My dad 
uh, added a third driveway to the car because there's nowhere to play. You couldn't yeah, play in yeah. the street. So he just like paved part a new part of the driveway so we could put cars and we had to like shuffle them in and out. And wow. It was just, there was a lot going on. And so it's much different than like, I adore both of my siblings, but not in the way that you adore your sister who's five years older. Yeah, well, she was always, I don't think there was like as much competition because also she was like old enough that she just like really wanted a sibling. Mm-hmm. And so like she was so excited when I came and like acted like a little mom with me and like took care of that me. That is true. When I see photos of like baby Grace and baby Meg, who's like in kindergarten or whatever, mm-hmm. it looks like she's holding a doll. Yeah, like she's, she's like so very protective. Have a sister, yeah, and then she um, would pop your head off and bring it to <laughs> your mom and go, "Mom, I broke it. I broke the baby." <laughs> no, she was so gentle. There's a story about like when I was little, when I was like an infant, she learned about like how to take care of a baby before I was born, and she <laughs> had like a speech impediment, but she would like go marching around to anybody <laughs> who would listen and say, "Support the head," <laughs> because. <laughs> She knew that, like, you have to support the head of the baby when you're holding it. Support the head of the baby. Yeah. These babies, these necks. Yeah. They develop last. (laughs) Everyone knows that. Yeah. Got soft spots on the head. I know. The neck is just a wet noodle. Yep. And they're just full little chubby arms and legs. Mm -hmm. That's baby. But she was, yeah, she was very good, um, good to me. And so there wasn't that competition Mm because, you know, like we were far enough apart, whereas there wasn't quite the same, like milestones weren't lining up. But overall, I think. I am overjoyed to have had the childhood that I had. Me too. Because my parents were always supportive of the weird things I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, they didn't force us to do anything, which is good and also sometimes is bad. You know, that's just like a parenting style. It's not always great, but it's like if my parents were more forceful for me, to, have, they bought me a good a guitar because I wanted a guitar. So I got a little starter guitar, mm-hmm. but then I quickly just gave it away or not gave it away, gave up on it because I didn't immediately wasn't a savant. Right. I'm like, oh, if they push me more, would I be like really good at guitar now? Yeah. Or piano or something like that? That was also something I was thinking about where I wish that I had learned more languages or had practiced that when I was younger because it's not something that comes super easy to Mm. me, but it comes easier to children than it does adults. Right. But it's also such a um, stance to have now because it's like, yeah, intellectually, we know that we should have picked up these skills when we're children we're still not developing them now as we sit here totally. for the same reason that we didn't do them as kids because we're not interested in it it's work it's and work. i don't wanna we'd rather eat cherries and spit the pits at a plate <laughs> so yeah it's like oh i wish my parents forced me to do this thing it's like well they're busy they have their own stuff to do they, yeah that, they was, that wasn't me the- saying i wish my parents had forced me to i was saying i wish that i had like taken the initiative to yeah, do that but it's stuff. like the questions about how were you raised yeah. you know so it's like you know there are different cultures that sometimes will you know there's stories and whatever that you'll hear is like people are being very like you have to do this when you grow up you have to do this now and it's like that was not the parenting style that either of us grew up with. Yeah. And I think it like maybe that's why we're both now working in the arts. I don't know. Um, because we kind of just got to do whatever we wanted. And what I always wanted to do was like goofy, funny things in yeah. sports. And those were the things that they encouraged me to do all the way through me moving to New York City. Mm-hmm. So for that, I feel very grateful, Grace. And I'm grateful for your sense of humor. Mm, goodness. I'm not going to live this Never. down. Never. 
I think that's gonna be those are gonna be my dying words. I'm gonna be making fun of you for saying that. I'm grateful for your sense of humor. Yeah. And you're just gonna keel over. Yeah. And have or access. I'm gonna say at least you still have your sense of humor, and then I'll die, and then I'll haunt you. So I think we've already aired the grievance because you don't like the way that I eat cherries, and I'm gonna go do more of it now. Okay. Do you have anything else? I don't think so. Okay. If you have a grievance to air with us, or you just want to tell us about how you wish you were raised differently, <laughs> email us at graceryanpodcast at gmail.com, and, and we will discuss next week. And Meg, if uh, I ever did try and get you in trouble and I just don't remember it, let me know. All right. Mom, we love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash graceryanpodcast, or email us at graceryanpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, that's enough. I love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.